0: companies, and et cetera, that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to masks of in our Egypt finale series. And so, we have an awful lot to get to tonight. Not before starting our show by thanking our listeners, our Patreon supporters, Your hands of fate are proving useful, at least to some of us. Uh, And so we're going to get this kicked off. So introductions are at our core. So to my right.
1: This is Tiffany and I play Maeve O'Shea and uh, I just jumped off a building.
0: You did. It's very true. Uh, To Maeve's right.
2: This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane. And um, yet again, I'm hoping to not die in this episode.
0: That's a fair assumption at the end of the table. This is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle and I was wrong. Uh, It's not fine. Not at all. We're finally figuring that out. Wonderful. Uh, To Jack's right.
3: Uh, This is Lonnie and I am playing Adel and I am a burrito.
0: (laughs) God, that's so true. You're the biggest flesh burrito on the planet. (laughs) To Adel's right. This is James and I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund
4: Ardenbach and suddenly I have a craving for Mexican food. We'll roll with it uh, to the doctor's <laughs> right. This is Alex playing Saint-Baron, who is in desperate need of a chance to catch his breath. You have been running an awful lot. This
5: is like
0: an episode of 24.
5: And, and last but most certainly not least. Hi, this is Ali, and I play Alexandra Swift. And, well, there's a very lovely glowing thing very close to me.
0: Mm, there is. Completion is in sight. And so we will raise the curtain tonight on Egypt at the oasis of Yig in the vast desert which sits far outside of Cairo. When we last left our investigators it was clear that something something awful had been sent to do well to really to strike fear into them and also to spill out as much possible chaos as one could. And it seems that that chaos is what we'll focus on momentarily as auto works from inside out in a way. So this flesh, Kurt, has wrapped its way around you. Each one of the many hands and fingers that have pressed into you you feel them run along your fingertips. This almost soup-like flesh trying to pull this beautiful scimitar from your hand to try to consume it, too. And as this fit of rage is, is beginning to to ebb just a momentarily, you realize at your core, at your nearly crushed core, that your time on this earth is coming to an end. You feel it and it's a sense of surprise and almost relief as you look forward to to seeing your maker, Allah come. But before he arrives, there is but vengeance still left in your heart for this creature.
3: In the Quran, in the story of Muhammad's flight, blessed be his name, uh, in the story of his flight to Mecca, he took refuge in a cave and with a friend and um, the friend was very troubled and said how can we survive this we are but two and he said no we are but three there is you there is me and Allah is with me Allah is with me guide my hand my final act for him but unfortunately I will spend all of my luck, which is not thirty, to make that a thirty-one under fifty.
0: Very good. Roll damage plus a d4.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Thirteen.
0: Very good. You slice into it again, you slice upward
3: mm-hmm.
0: in this wicked, nasty arc as the final bits of breath leave your body. And as the flesh splits in two you see the moon high in the sky you see the mystical energy around you a moment before the next wave of flesh consumes you and brings you into your eternal peace
3: we could live with that I mean I can unlive with that
0: <laughs> so Jack round after round you fire back at this hurt, and you see that almost crescent shape that flash of steel go up one more time and this creature splits in half again and then there's a form there just for a moment in the moonlight there's a form a standing form a man as it's thunderously consumed by the next wave of this nasty, multi-appendaged flesh beast. Under my breath, uh salamu Jack, make me a spot hidden roll. 35 under 99. In the remaining light, cast up from that hole in the temple where the stairs lead, you see something ooze out from there. Your time is short. You continue backing up towards the end of the temple. Yeah, Lillian, uh, get the doctor
6: out of here.
2: I'm not going to be able to lift the doctor, but I have the rope pulled up. You do. Um,
6: Don't worry, I'm much lighter now.
2: Oh, good. Is it? Can we see the? Is the serpent here yet?
0: Its head has poked out of the sand now, and it is beginning almost a almost a straight ascent up the side of the temple. No, the temple's wall. The temple walls are not completely shear. There's a slight, very slight angle to them. You you, would, you wouldn't be able to slide down. But that servitor is coming as quickly as it can. It's also slightly terrifying.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I've already touched it, so it's fine. Whatever auto did, it's all split apart now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, for the moment, yes.
2: Is the doctor laying up against the edge of the... Yeah. Did you lay him down? Yeah. All right. I, I have the rope, so mm-hmm. I am going to tie it around the doctor's waist okay not the end of it but partly like the middle of the rope okay so we don't want to drop him like a rock is the servitor going to make it to us before the the creature makes it to us
0: you're not sure can i start moving to the side try to draw its attention to me and away from them Uh, you can certainly try yeah that's what i'm going to try to do you're fairly certain, Jack, just by your experience of things so far, that this thing has rows of eyes. It probably sees all right. of you. Well, yeah, I'm hoping that. Sure. Hey, why not hope? Yeah.
2: All right, I am going to try to start lowering the doctor.
0: Okay. Why I need you- to make you a strength roll. You certainly do, Miss Lane.
2: Yes, my strength of 30 is gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, that is a 90. That's so nice.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. You have a 30 in the attribute, yes? I do. And you rolled a 90.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. Luckily for you, it's not too much higher because that'd be a fumble and that would be bad for the doctor. (laughs) So you you help the doctor off the side of the temple thinking that the, the rope will be enough. Uh, and Doctor, you're going to ragdoll on your way down. Okay. You're unconscious for this, so that's the best part. Fantastic. <laughs> but really the strength role for you, Lillian, is to keep him from reaching the bottom too quickly. And so as he continues to fall down, you realize that the, the rope is maybe not in the best position and you're going to have to hold on a little tighter. And then you realize the Doctor is heavier than you, than you realized. And you start kind of, you kind of step up to the, the the ledge of the temple, and you realize that you're you're going over.
2: Great. Well, do I have to make a climb roll after this?
0: Uh, no, no. We're going to leave you right there for the <laughs> oh, moment. That's great. Because that's a fantastic place to stop, Miss <laughs> O'Shea. Your servitor opens its mouth.
1: Don't eat them.
0: And as it does, it latches on to the rope. Oh, okay. And then yanks, yanks them away. Mm-mm, okay. And so, Doctor, you get caught before you hit the ground. Yay! But Miss Lane, not so much. You're already coming apart a bit at the seams there off the off ledge. So I'm going to have you make a dexterity roll, a hard dex roll, to attempt to roll with your fall.
2: Okay. You got 94.
0: Lillian, what's your dexterity? A 90. Okay. So if you push it and you don't make the hard success, right, that your issue is going to be you can't spend luck after a pushed roll. So this is the rock and the hard place you're in. So either you roll the push and get under 45 or you spend the luck and make it now. That's
2: a lot of luck
6: though. Yeah, but...
0: Totally up to you. All
2: right. I'm going to use my other dice.
0: Okay. So you're going to push this roll? Yeah, we'll push it. All right. Tell me first how you're going to push it.
2: Same. I see that I'm going to be obviously hitting the ground. Uh,
0: the sand, yes. Yep.
2: And so I talk... I go to tuck, to roll, like to To not, yeah, to avoid hitting my head, hopefully, Mm -hmm. and to land.
0: I think the best way to do this would be to tuck and roll and not get too badly hurt. And
2: and, and pray.
0: But I'll tell you this much. Mm -hmm. Fortune favors the bold, and so the hand of fate's going to give you advantage.
2: I get a 22.
0: Fantastic. You tuck and roll, and when you land, you only take a d6 worth of damage, which is a single point. You fall in any other way would have been 46 damage. Nice. You're, you're falling off a 40 to 50 foot temple. It's bad.
1: Like, so when the servitor yanked the rope, like she just like let go? Is that but what essentially
0: what happens is, is, is s- cinematically Lillian pitches Sigma <laughs> off the side of the temple. Mm-hmm. She tries to hang on to the rope she doesn't have the strength to hold to the rope, so his weight pulls her forward. Right. And so Leverage pulls her off the building. At the same time, the servitor yanks the rope to save Sigmund, or to, to lessen his fall, and she gets whipped oh. in the air. But you tucked and rolled and only took a hit point of damage.
2: Well, where's my shotgun? I can't tuck and roll with that.
0: That's very true.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's still well, on top of the temple. You, you were, yeah. All right, can you bring that down with the servitor? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah,
1: as is is the servitor then... <laughs> Pitching up to Jack?
2: and you yeah, have It looks hatchet. like it, yeah. Okay, I have nothing. You have everything now.
4: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I
0: have all of your stuff.
2: <laughs> you have all my things. Hey,
0: it's like you guys are already married. yeah <laughs> oh,
2: that's because nice. What's mine is
0: yours. Mine. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jack, you reach the edge of the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, you're likely going to need to reload that gun. Yeah. Because you've been firing it uh, quite a bit. Well, uh, uh, you're, I'm not going to take the time to reload the gun. Yeah, yeah your, your bullets don't seem to be slowing this thing down yeah. at all. Put it away. Grab um, the shotgun. You, you grab the shotgun, and as you do, uh, a very scaly face appears back again.
1: Ride the slide.
0: <laughs> I look back at it. You grab onto one of the larger scale plates and hoist yourself over. Um, I'm going to want a strength roll for you to hold on to this thing as it moves. Oh, 76 is not going to do it, but I'm going to spend 16 luck. Fantastic. You spend 16 luck. Uh, You hold on, never-ending story style, and this thing (laughs) moves to the left.
1: Not a luck dragon. No,
0: definitely not. As the pool of protoplasmic flesh nears the edge of the temple and seems to, just for a moment, burble as it makes its way as mouths and teeth bite their way over the lip of the temple to try to spill down into the sand below. The uh, temple will likely take it a little it'll probably slow it down for just a little bit uh, but it's this uh, is like a good drop down yeah well miss swift at the ritual circle your attention still stands nearly completely fixated on the form that's coming towards you the spirit that is here and you know that to complete Yig's duty here. It will be required for you to take control of this spirit, to take it into you.
5: And what will be the easiest way for me to do that?
0: Oh, well, you'll simply have to um, command it.
5: Oh, yeah, that's that's not a problem.
0: You must prevent it from reaching its former shell. And so that will be a power roll for you.
5: Okay. 32 under 80. So that's a hard.
0: You feel it try to pass by. And this spirit comes into contact with your body and you can begin to feel it seep into you. But also you're not sure if it's seeping through you and you get the feeling like you're going to have to truly exert your will to get it to do what you want.
5: Is it immune to magic?
0: No, likely not. But um, as in a contested POW roll, the two of you effectively tied.
5: Okay. Because if it's not immune to magic, I'd like to dominate it to keep it here and let me absorb it.
0: Okay. So dominate again is going to be a spend of magic... And then you're also going to have to make a contested power roll against it. Understood. She could push her power roll and try to get a, a an extreme success. Or she could spend luck.
5: Oh, right. I have luck. Uh, screw it. I'll spend the luck. Okay. So it's uh, 16 luck for me to make it an extreme success.
0: Yep. Okay. You make it an extreme success. Uh, so you dig deep. Tell me how you're going to dig deep and force this thing to do what you want.
5: As... A last intense effort, sing as loud as I can to the Father, and pull just a little bit more power to complete exactly what I've been sent to do, and hold the form of the spirit there so that it can melt into my body, so that I can finally complete everything that I've been set that I have set out to accomplish.
0: Okay. Uh, you feel the spirit almost become trapped in, in this hybrid form that you've taken on. You feel it adhere to the scales and into your bones. It almost feels like someone is filling your body with a, a cold fluid... And it presses out and kind of permeates back out through the scales. And there is a, an intense and powerful voice in your head. A, an extra depth to your mental faculties. As the spirit of a long and dead pharaoh opens a gateway inside of you that you did not know existed. And on the other side of that gateway is raw cosmic power.
5: Am I lost in the sensation?
0: Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, because on the other end of that cosmic power is a deep and resonant voice who says, Welcome, my bride. I will be with you shortly.
5: And I will be filled with awe. And there will be just praises sung both internally and externally in utter thanks.
0: Sam, you're in the darkness watching these things happen. Gotten into a position where you'd had cover and had an opportunity to see a lot of your compatriots find their way off the temple. But this harmonic singing that is coming from, emanating from inside the ritual circle here is a little difficult to ignore.
4: Well, I'm not ignoring it at all. I'm actually paying pretty close attention while I sh- very quietly shake off my uh, errant boot, kind of dig my, my toes into the, so- the, the, the stone and sand here. What I'm looking for is the way that this place is kind of spread out what is like the the nearest, I don't know darkened position closest to where the mummy is currently postured? Darkened position. It's midnight in the desert. okay. so I will try to find a, a place with cover basically so I can't be seen. I'm going to try to find out how close I can get to the altar. Probably
0: 30 or 40 feet most of that area is is a, a open ground and then there's a few standing stones which are part of the ritual circle.
4: Do I think that they're too small to,
0: to hide me? Standing stones? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, they're small obelisks. They're not uh, sharply carved like the ones back in Cairo, but they make the same... They make very similar shapes.
4: That would put me a lot closer then, wouldn't it? It
0: would. It probably would put you within 10 to 15 feet of it.
4: Okay. Um, then I will make my way there sigmund the
0: sands of the desert feel different under your feet now they sparkle in fact this whole place is far different it's bright there's no darkness here the sand is multicolored and at one end of the desert here there's a a serpent with its mouth open wide You see it sitting next to a rather small little building. And the serpent moves back and forth, back and forth. It seems happy and content. The noonday sun is overhead. At the other end of this desert, you see a very, a very different image. It's almost as if a a shadow cloud is coming this way. In different forms, it seems to undulate and shift. But it's not the cloud that draws your attention to it. It's the thing behind it.
6: You see a bat behind the cloud, a big one. Am I, I assume the doctor is, um, I mean, dressed in...
0: Yeah, you're dressed as you would be in your normal life. You're wearing the same thing, uh, the same outfit you had when um, you drifted here before. Hmm. This is just a different space. The the multicolored sand is back. The same sort of temperature. The almost um, strangeness, which is this place. All of the imagery is strange. Some Hmm. objects are two-dimensional. Others are three.
6: Sometimes things are there, and then they're just not there anymore. Okay. Okay. Got it. The snake, I know. I've met the snake before, I think. Mm. Um, it has a f- feel of familiarity to me, I assume. Yeah. I don't know the bat. No. And while that is dark over there, the dark has never been particularly cautious about the dark. The dark has never really scared him that much. So he um, straightens his hat, heads off in towards the darkness.
0: Okay. We head off towards the darkness. We're going to go see what that is. The sand under your feet is, is warm, hmm. but not so warm that it makes it impossible to move. You almost seem to float a bit on top of this sand, as if it's not willing to uh, accept
6: your form at the moment. Hmm. Having a hard time moving here.
0: Huh. You're having a hard time feeling the structure of the sand itself. It's almost as if you're walking on air. Forgot. Not walking. <laughs> Will myself that way. Easily done. Your form tilts just slightly forward and you float at a reasonable pace through this sandy space until you reach the
6: cloud, which begins to pass overhead. Try to stay just on the light side of it and back up as it, as it approaches so that I'm basically pacing it. Mm-hmm. I want to examine this. I want to see what it is and what is inside of it.
0: The imagery that you get from just staring at a little while, it almost reminds you of something from your childhood. You see the shapes and the colors inside of it, like you're staring through, not a cloud, but a kaleidoscope. Reds and greens and yellows and blues and pinks and oranges all fleck back and kind of roll inside of it. It's almost like there's this, there's something, the essence of this cloud is a, a multifaceted faceted arrangement of energy it's not truly a cloud that this must be something else does it look particularly woven together well certainly very much in the same weave pattern that you've seen that you saw in the the the, the river that you passed by before you went to the temple this is similar imagery
6: similar types of ideas as Jack and I have discussed many times. The Doc is literally talking to himself, right? Sure. Jack and I have discussed many times over many glasses of single malt scotch. Um, Doc is going to draw his sword cane because there's a very distinct part of his brain that doesn't recognize that it's gone.
0: Certainly. Sword cane appears in your hand.
6: And he's going to Gordian Knot at least one of these threads. Oh, are you now? Oh, yes. I would like you to make me a power roll. I would love to do that. Hard
0: difficulty. Yes, please. You have iron will. I Take that do. into
6: account. Yes. Okay, so the first one is 75. So the first one is just not successful. The mm-hmm. second one, however, will be. Uh, actually, it's hard difficulty. I have it on equal. Uh, 65 and 65, but it's not okay. hard. I do not have clearly the luck to. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: no, that's true. Yeah. You can, um,
6: however, push the roll I should could, you so choose. I could push the roll. Fuck it. Fortune favors the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. As Homer as Homer Simpson says, uh, when you push luck, the luck lasts longer. <laughs> that is a 34, which is exactly my guess.
0: Okay. You not up this cloud. It seems for a moment just farcical to even consider, but... You feel the sway back and forth of your, not just the sword cane, not just your wrist, but your mind. You knot this creature in your mind. And what you do in your own recesses is prevent it from doing at its core what it wants to do, which is to transfer one energy from one side of it to another. The way this thing works is if it can't bounce that kaleidoscope, it can't generate any energy.
6: Hmm. All right. Well, a monkey wrench it is. Now I'd like <laughs> you to make me a sanity roll. I would love to. <laughs> uh, 37 under 43. Okay. So let's read so here. it's only a little scathing to my brain. Yes, sir. You're going to lose five points of sanity. Holy crap.
0: Okay. And it's not at the terror of it. Sure. Sure. You are going to break your own mind with the revelation that you have the ability to do such a thing. (laughs) One man should not have this much power. You're going to make me intelligence. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm not even going to... I made that with a seven? (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I will be drumming up something fun for your brain. Fantastic. I have these wonderful new dice...
6: Specialty dice. Yes. Nothing good comes from specialty dice. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So these are mania. These are mania and phobia dice. Awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. i will just leave that there. I'll get back to you in a second, Doctor. Hello. So, Miss O'Shea, yeah. you've levitated. You've made it down to the ground. You're heading towards the ritual circle.
1: Yeah. Once I see that they're safe. Yes. Okay.
0: So, Lillian has landed. Okay. Jack is riding your servitor down to the ground. And once it gets to the ground level, um, you get the idea, Jack, that you probably shouldn't be on top of this thing. Well, I don't want to be on top of this thing. Right. The two of them, Lillian and Jack, are now reasonably close to one another. He has your shotgun. And uh, the puddle of flesh is pooling down at the bottom of the temple now but it's not moving as fast as it used to. It's strange. It's hard to make out totally in the darkness here but this creature gives off its own phosphorant color and that's been one of the easiest ways to track where it's going but the glow has dimmed considerably inside of it.
2: I'm not questioning that. (laughs) I imagine
0: you're going to continue to run. Where's the doctor? I'm going to scoop up
2: the doctor. Yeah, you're going to <laughs> hand me the gun? Can I have my shotgun? Yes. I'm running towards the altar.
0: You run towards the altar. So they are on their way. Maybe if you choose to, given your abilities, you'll be able to, to reach the, the altar as well. You're all going to have to make me spot hidden rolls. Um, so because you'll have an opportunity to pick up Sam, but it will have to be. Very impressive, ten under ninety nine. Okay, so the issue there is that you both have extremes, so the ties will go to him. I have a
2: thirteen out of
1: uh, eighty eight.
0: Also, also an extreme.
1: Thirty out of seventy five.
0: Um, so what I'll say for Lillian and Jack is that you cannot see while you cannot see Sam, and you don't know that he's here per se. There is something else out here that you know doesn't fit the scene. You don't know what it is though, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just. The, the way to the easiest way to handle it you yep. can't break his right. stealth yeah
1: mine was only hard not next extreme so i mean i probably like something was like hmm.
0: you're a little more focused on what your sister's doing yep um this Ooh. energy has stopped flowing from wherever it was coming from above and there's this now aura around her
1: i'm just trying to reach the circle for more backup if we need it
0: yeah you reach the circle When you reach the circle, Miss O'Shea, you see the scattered remains, the sacrifices that have been made for whatever happened here. The four hybrids that have been sacrificed and bled out. Tariq is in the circle. His throat's been cut. And they're here. Well, yeah, most of them.
1: Well, I'm going to put the doctor down or have jack put the doctor down inside the circle um i will have the servitor come and cover us um i don't think there's anything i can do for the doctor
2: though do i make it to the you do i'm there okay i'm like can i do first aid on the doctor you can Thanks. You get an 83 out of 65 uh, or well, do i need to spend a <laughs> you
0: you could either Push the roll, Mm -hmm. or you could spend luck. What's your first aid?
2: Sixty-five. So So I would spend.
0: Yeah, I mean sixteen luck. That's up to you. All right,
2: let's do it. it's fine.
0: Okay. So, doctor, you heal one hit point (laughs) in in one minute of attention from Miss Lane. Awesome. No, not awesome at all. I collected one. you collect that it. hurts yeah yeah you get one hit yeah. point back and which means you also get all the pain that comes yep, with consciousness
6: yep. <sighs> welcome back <laughs> welcome back
0: i like the <laughs> nice desert <laughs> um so yeah you you get bound up in in the rib cage where <laughs> you were sorely uh and woefully slashed and um you are you're a bit you you're, you're a bit gray
6: I imagine I get yanked out of where I oh, was. Yes. Like,
0: <laughs> like, uh, an invisible hand comes from like the back of your head and rips your consciousness. As you're, as you're still screaming and somewhat gleefully happy at, at the... At Look the, when the, I uh, can do that! <laughs> right, yes.
1: So
0: you reach this amazing conclusion about who you are as a person. And all of a sudden, the deadening and banal reality comes back in just a thumping, conscious, crushing way.
1: Can I um, start uh, praying to the Father for help for him?
0: You absolutely could, uh, uh, Miss Swift. Your uh, sister is here, and some of her compatriots as well.
5: How much am I actively paying attention to that? Um,
0: I mean, that's they're they're entering your ritual space, uh, which is perfectly fine for your sister because she's welcome in ritual space. Uh, some of the others are obviously not respecting the <laughs> the, the grounds, as it were. Um, as far as how much you're paying attention to, that's that's up to you. Um, but you know that the chaos is nearly here. And on it, there is something else on the wind that is not yet here.
2: Okay. Do we notice the sacrifice bodies around?
0: Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, there's no, there's no way to hide it.
2: I'm like, what is going on here? What is she doing? Do I have a good feeling about this? <laughs>
0: that's totally up to you i
2: don't have a good feeling i really don't have a good not, feeling about i'm not here this. to give you feeling i i don't have a good feeling about this but what is she doing nothing good is there any torches around
0: no not a single goddamn torch
2: i i have my shotgun right yeah do i see the altar
0: uh like, you do where there's, the there's where, a,
2: where the mummy is
0: yes you do yep. All right. There there's a woman standing on top of it she's glowing
2: that's fine I'm making a run for the mummy, and I want to smash it with my with my shotgun.
0: Okay, you run for the mummy. Yep. Obviously, someone would come into the circle that you'd be aware of, um, Alexandra. If you would like to make a fighting brawl roll against the the mummy, against the, just make a fighting brawl roll to <laughs> sure. club it, basically.
2: Awesome. All right, so I have a sixty-seven out of forty-five.
0: Okay, so you can either push the roll or you can spend luck. Totally your choice.
2: All right. I'm going to push it. Okay. Yes. I got a 32 out of 45.
0: Okay. You run up and you take the back half of the shotgun and you crack this mummy on the head.
2: And it takes my soul.
0: Not a goddamn thing happens.
2: It made me feel better. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I just continue to pray. And Certainly. for help
1: and like I have my hand and then I have the servitor over me and yeah, trying to get the doctor back mm. to not screaming in pain.
6: Oh no, that's not Whoa. gonna happen
0: anytime no. soon.
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, I, the doc is literally just going to lay there and and be in pain because he has a gaping hole in his stomach still.
0: <laughs> um, so the this this nasty flesh creature continues on now. Again, a bit slowed, but it's continuing forward. Heading for the ritual circle and you're praying and your servitor is waiting.
2: I kinda get this defeated look on my face and I jump off the altar and I go. I, I still I just don't know I don't know what this is. What what the whole glowing thing is. You're not sure. I'm and Maeve is preoccupied, so I am just gonna I'm going to go take some place where I can have a clear shot of this, whatever is coming our way.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. Reload. And Everybody make me spot hidden rolls.
6: Uh,
2: 17.
0: 50. Under. Wait, what am I rolling? Uh, spot hidden. Spot Thank you. Yeah. 52 out of 75.
6: Uh, 51 out of 88. 96 out of
2: 99. Ooh.
4: Yeah. Mm. Hard uh, success, 25
0: yeah. under 85. Okay. So, those of you who have hard successes and um, greater. There is something backlit by the moonlight here. It is large and it is flying. There's something in the air. And you hear a shriek of something bestial that comes from the air. There is a crack of lightning as the storm from before picks back up. Who had the highest spot hidden on that? Probably the 10. lowest, yeah, lowest. Technically, the highest. No, I had a 96. I had a okay. 17.
1: So. Yeah, it was probably Sam. So this was probably Sam. Yeah, 25. Uh, no, Sam. you had a 17. I had a 17 under 17
0: under 80. So that's
1: an extreme oh, or almost
6: an extreme. it's one point over extreme.
0: It's one point over. Yeah, so you're yeah. probably not going to spend the, the one luck to make an extreme.
6: I only have three, so I'm not going to spend a third of my luck to make an <laughs>
2: excess. No, <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So, Doctor, you're fairly certain that there's something on the back of whatever that thing is. And you're pretty certain it's a bat. Somehow, some way, you know. It seems familiar,
6: somehow. That's a bat. Foggy familiarity.
1: Well, I'm going to have the servitor cover the doctor, basically, like, you know, like... Sandwich? No, like, you know, like, make, you know, a coil around him, but not tight, you know.
0: Okay. Is Lillian still right there? Lillian's fairly close to you she was working on you
6: she close enough to grab mm, probably not no okay
2: I was over by the altar remember I went mm-hmm. to go yeah. take a and take then a you crack.
6: back off yes. yeah try to croak out because she's the closest just um, something enough to I croak out enough of her name to try to you know Lillian
2: <laughs> sorry I go over to him doctor
6: you nearly get flattened by
0: a massive snake that comes to like protect the doctor.
2: Oh, my goodness. It
0: gets around you a little bit, too, because it's trying to hug up on him.
2: This is
1: too much. Okay. I mean, I'm like right there. but Yeah.
6: No. And I make sure that she's looking as well. I turned Lillian's head and pointed up at the bat and like I, you know, like I'm looking for her gun. Like, where is your rifle? (laughs) He feebly
2: kind of points up. How, How close is the sweep? bat the, the thing, the bat?
6: You have
0: no idea. It's in the air. It's hard to tell. You got a rangefinder?
2: What no, I was just wondering, Cyberized. is my shotgun gonna make it? No, you got but. a rifle. Uh,
0: you have Lawrence's rifle.
2: Okay. Yeah. So then I, I I'll shoot at it.
0: Okay. You get your gun out.
2: I start What's casting out? call lightning.
0: Okay. You start casting. Very good. Four rounds. So because he's on Overwatch essentially and he's gonna see all of your actions. Sam, you see Lillian put the shotgun down and pick her rifle up and go get into like a crouched shooter's position and she starts aiming in the air. Wonderful.
4: I don't want to necessarily get my position yet. I'm actually very curious as to what that thing intends to do. Uh, More curious I am, have I managed to get into my way too close position?
0: Yeah, you basically have a choice of the northern position or the western position. Those are the only two because they're occupying the south
4: and the uh, east. I mean, north of well so far. So that's like the furthest from the temple, right? That will continue. I'll, I'll take yep. the north position. Yeah.
0: Okay, you take the north position. This flesh creature on the ground moves forward.
5: How close is it? This thing is relentless.
0: It is probably within a good 40 feet at this point. It's going to be upon the ritual circle here in the next round or two.
5: So what I will do is I will walk to the edge of the ritual circle. Where does? How far away does that put me?
0: Probably an additional 10 feet or so. So you're probably within 30 feet at this point. Fantastic.
5: I'm going to dominate it to make it stop.
0: Okay. Give me an opposed power roll.
5: I got an 18 out of 110, which is an extreme success.
0: Okay. So how are you going to dominate it? What are you going to say?
5: The intensity of my voice having from absorbed the spirit will naturally just be louder and echoey and... I will only raise my voice enough to project outward and hold my hand out and say, stop. To stop it dead in its tracks. So she
0: shouts, stop. And the curtain of flesh rises slightly and you see it rise and rise into the air. First, a foot, then two feet, then three feet, and four feet, five as it continues to get higher and higher. But there is something very clearly it's not doing. It's not moving forward. And you see after it gets to about six or seven feet, it begins to press itself, compact itself together, and it compacts itself into this sickening humanoid form with mouths and ears and teeth and misshapen fleshed hands and fingers. And it lets out this gurgly, groaned roar as if a child's voice was inside of it. And you just hear the, the panged echoes of frustration. But it does not step forward.
5: I will cast again.
0: Okay. Again? Yes. Opposed, pow.
5: 38 under 110, which is a hard. Okay.
0: What are you dominating it to do?
5: I'm going to tell it to eat itself.
0: Okay. It has no choice but to attempt to comply. The scene which follows is likely one of the goriest scenes that you've been subject to on this earth.
1: Oh, my eyes are to the sky because I'm casting.
0: Certainly, not everyone's eyes are staring upward. Um, Doctor, you realize the truth of what you saw in the other side. This creature truly, once robbed of its power to move, breaks down on a cellular level. And whatever the voice told it to do, somehow forced it into that same sort of of end-of-cycle energy. And you see it like a... Like some sort of cosmic mathematical problem begin to solve itself for zero.
6: It's like a large biological dry cell battery yeah. that's burning itself out. Yep. Doc kind of smiles, actually. I mean, blood all over him and everything because he's pretty sure he has this figured out. Sorry, if it will aid Lillian, he's going to utilize or he's going to help her aim by steadying her aim towards what. The dark nose is up there. Okay.
0: Lillian?
2: Um, And I have an eight out of 65. Okay,
0: that is absolutely an impale. So you line up the rifle and you fire one shot and you feel the rifle kick and that same sort of approving feeling comes over you again. (laughs) And uh I want you to roll damage. 2D6 plus 4 maximized, right? So that is 12 plus 4, 16. So you rolled your dice plus 16.
2: I got a tw- 26.
0: I'm gonna make a con roll. Cause I think it would be hilarious. Okay. You fire. The rifle goes off. And whatever whatever alignment the stars were in, the wind helped, you hear a Groan and monstrous caw from the sky. And suddenly the shape starts to drop. Mm. And now you, Miss Lane, mm-hmm. and anyone else staring up in the sky at that point can make me a hard spot hidden.
4: 11. Okay. Succeeded, no hard. Gotcha. 36 out of 88, mm-hmm.
1: 13 out of 75.
4: It's 3,385. is a hard success.
0: You see this great beast fall. You don't really get a good look at it because it's dark outside of the storm and the electricity in the air and some of the other lightning arcs that are happening. But this beast falls from the sky. And as it does, a separate form falls directly down and lands with ease on the ground. Call lightning. Okay, (laughs) go ahead.
1: Probably isn't going to do anything. He's probably got magic warding, but... Go ahead, roll it. I still want to. It's 27.
0: So you call to to the heavens and in front of all of your surviving compatriots, as you've seen before, uh, except, Doctor, you wouldn't have seen that before uh, because you were inside... Um, You raise your voice to the heavens and your voice, that pitch of Aklo harmonizes with the electricity on the air and you connect two points, one from the ground and one to the sky. And as you do, the bolt of lightning hits this figure. The figure illuminates for a moment and above their head are two scepters. As this lightning arcs around them. I mean, you can see them trying to take all of that energy in. And they sweep them away, like towards their side for just a moment to shed the energy. And then they force them back across themselves. And in the heat from those scepters, the illumination, you see a very, very dangerous man. And then we'll call our episode to close there. So thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to our finale series as it continues next week.